Happy New Year. For the first time in a long time, I'm actually filming within lockdown, although being Queensland uh, and things still going fairly well here, I suspect that the lockdown beard is going to be measured in hours, not in weeks. Let's get into it. I won't scare you with my lockdown beard any longer. Let's get straight into economic snapshot number 22. I hope you had a great festive season. I know for many of you, uh, especially in the Northern Hemisphere, it was not that much of a Christmas. Here in uh, Australia, where I am, we had some restrictions, but obviously a lot less than many of you were experiencing, and I don't want to make light of the lockdown situation such as it is out here in Australia. Uh, and especially when I see some of my friends in South Africa, also in the middle of summer, still experiencing some of the worst of this pandemic. My thoughts go out to all of you. It is now January 2021. 2020, the year is behind us. And I would urge you to use the turning of a calendar as an opportunity if you need it to review, reset, choose again, if you want to make some different choices, but not to get too caught up in thinking that the change of a calendar is going to dramatically improve or change your world. The universe, the positioning of the earth floating around the sun, COVID-19, don't really care about the difference between 2020, 2021, or uh, the forthcoming Chinese New Year. They are all still here. Your business, your life, your family are in January exactly where they were in December and will only change if you grab the opportunity and make that change yourself. As always, I'm going to go through the four key economic indicators. I'm going to talk a little bit around what that means for some of the key markets around the world and let you apply that in your own microeconomy and your business. Uh, and touch on a few things, but I'm not going to go in a lot of detail. I will, at the end, refresh the two key points that we discussed last month at length. When will your execution point in terms of how you manage your business through a recession? How to look out for that execution point. What are those transformations that you need to make? Reminder, as always, if you like this, please continue to support it. Give it a like, give it a share, subscribe to YouTube, Spotify, the, the podcast apps, wherever you listen to, don't waste a good recession. And remember, my email inbox is always open my Zoom, and when possible again, face-to-face coffees, always here to sit down, have a conversation at no cost about your business, your vision, and who I know that may be able to help. Straight into key data, active COVID-19 cases globally. First time in a long time, all red there. Even Australia is up, uh, again, off some pretty small numbers, but uh, a lot of uncertainty out here. Uh, and that's having impact, even though here in Queensland, where we are looking at a three-day lockdown in um, mid-January when I'm filming this data, this is the data as at the 1st of January. Obviously, that uncertainty on what that means, particularly for those tertiary industries, service industries, means that we are not out of the woods here. And if you look at those numbers globally, active cases up 29% in December, US up 55%, the UK where this variant 
Uh, strain in particular is scaring a lot of people up 65%, 16% in just the last week. We have the vaccine approved. The vaccine has started to be rolled out in some of those countries. Countries less affected are holding off, which I think makes sense. That is clearly not going to change things in a hurry. My advice since we started Don't Waste a Good Recession in March of 2020 has been to look forward to the second half of 2021 where things will finally start to get out of the recession. And we look at those active cases, we look at the wider context around the pandemic. I'm not seeing anything that suggests we need to change that, except in some of those countries like Australia where we may continue to have some green, some positive notes around declining active cases. The share markets, well, they confounded us through most of 2020. The money printing machines went brr in uh, larger economies around the world. Uh, I know looking at South Africa, for example, the government there has put their hand up and said, look, we are just not in a position to pump that sort of money into our economy like the US, the UK, countries like Australia may be. And so if you want to understand the underlying economics, looking at countries like South Africa, a reasonably developed, westernised, anglicised country may give you an idea of what's actually going on if you take away the fiscal stimulus that really is the, the fundamental economic lesson from the coronavirus recession. However, the share markets which have been a little bit helpful at giving us about a one-month lead indicator of what's happening in terms of small and medium-sized businesses, have continued to to rise. In in fact, all three of those uh, share indices that we track, the FTSE, the Dow Jones, and the ASX 200, all three of those were up in December. The US, led by the tech stocks in the US, was the uh, strongest through that nine-month time period from the the bottom there. Uh, Worth noting, only up a little bit in December. The ASX in Australia outperformed all of those with its jump right at the end. And the FTSE continued to underperform as the impact of Brexit. Thankfully, we didn't end up with a hard Brexit, though my right to go and live and work in 27 countries is now completely taken away. So thank you to everyone who voted for Brexit. Thank you to Boris for ramming through a deal that even he said when he wasn't Prime Minister would be an anathema to the national interest. Economically, dramatic impact, and I think there is definitely still more to be seen about the impact of Brexit. I've been sharing right from the beginning that this was going to be an L-shaped recession. Remember, this will be remembered as the coronavirus recession, But like the car careening down the highway at 200 miles per hour, it was going to crash. Our economies were going to crash for some reason in about 2020. Coronavirus was the obvious cause. It was not... uh, The the recession itself was inevitable. And so uh, a lot of economic fundamentals that weren't efficient, a lot of fragility built into small and medium-sized businesses and larger organisations... That needs to get washed out. The pumping of money into the economy will mask over a lot of that necessary change and crashing. Overall, recessions are very good for the economy. They're very good for businesses. Obviously, 
not the individual businesses that may fail and struggle, the individuals who work there own those businesses. But overall, we know in an anti-fragile system that the weaker businesses that crash make the overall system stronger. We need solid recessions. In the absence of those, we don't get rid of the inefficiencies and we set ourselves up for more fragility, more failure. I'm seeing some forecasts that the UK will go into a double dip recession uh, in other words, they'll have another two consecutive quarters of negative growth through 2021. I don't have a firm opinion about that. A lot of that's going to link to Brexit, which has nothing to do with the coronavirus recession. Uh, I would hesitate at calling it a double dip recession because we haven't had that gap. The gap we saw through the global financial crisis, although that was revised away from a double dip recession, certainly the last official double dip recession in the UK in the late 1970s and onwards, the US 1970s, early 1980s, a double dip recession really needs that period in between. If we have one quarter of growth, and that was really rebounding, not even all the way from the disastrous June quarter, then I don't think... Uh, you can really call that a double dip recession. That's just a lingering L-shaped recession like we've been talking about. You look at those stock markets, not a lot of growth in December. That means there's not going to be a lot of positive economic news for your eco economic situation. Uh, not a lot of overarching positive economic context for your small or medium-sized business. Make sure you're checking your business indicators uh, so that you can do differently. Unemployment rates up slightly in the UK, remembering that their data lags behind the US and Australia where unemployment has gotten better. Lockdowns ease, unemployment numbers go down, still up a lot since uh, the five-year unemployment lows that we were experiencing in 2019, early of 2020. Uh, but certainly those figures, thanks to government stimulus, thanks to a reluctance of people to look after their health, means good things for people with jobs. So that's a lag indicator, uh, but it is uh, still a lot of positive news. Uh, that will probably continue to bounce around similar numbers. I'm not seeing any indicators that that's going to sharply rise or decline with any of the policies that are coming in. Even uh, incoming President-elect Joe Biden's mandatory mask policies and some of these things that he's promised to do around the pandemic aren't stretching on severe lockdowns in the US and of course the federalised system there where state governments have a lot more power means that there's not likely to be significant change just because we're having a change of president. The last data that we're going to look at is around GDP growth. Uh, the numbers there, March was down and all of those economies, June was down, that was an official recession, September was up, was not up nearly enough to recover the June quarter, let alone the June and March negative quarters. So all of those economies were down. We're going to start getting December numbers towards the end of this month, January. Uh, those are expected to show uh, some, mixed, some mixed news. The US and Australia, they will probably be up. Again, still not up enough to catch up. So all of those economies, or those two economies, particular USA and Australia will have gross domestic product at the end of 2020 smaller than they had at the, at the end of 2019. The economies will have shrunk for that entire year. A lot of noise in the severity of the June decline and the uh, record growth in the September quarter. Uh, but once you balance it out, you will see the recession, you will see the decline, you will see the flat uh, bounce along the bottom that signifies the L-shaped recession. Uh, the UK, partly because of the addition of Brexit, 
could well see a December quarter negative growth uh, and we'll possibly see the March quarter of next year have some negative growth. If you blow out the, the uh, macro charts rather than just some of the noise quarter to quarter, you will indeed see a deep recession which has uh, recovered a little bit but which will linger for some time. How is your country going on some of those economic indicators? Active COVID cases, the share market, are they giving you some encouraging news? How are your business indicators going? Is that giving you positive news for the future? Do you need to be cautious? Are you still doing the fundamentals? Particularly in areas where active COVID cases are up enormously around the UK, the US, South Africa. Have you, are you doing those fundamentals? Are you picking up the phone and talking to your customers, your clients, your uh, alumni clients? Are you finding out what they need now? Are you changing some of your business models, your pricing, your team size, sales approach? Are you changing all of those things to meet where your business needs it to be right now in the middle of a recession? And then the reminders, are you getting the underlying planning work done to prepare yourself for post-recession so that you can hit that execution point with these four key transformation strategies in place? You will have a new client base at the end of the recession, mid to late 2021 and beyond. Maybe the same people, their needs, their emotional triggers, the reason why they buy, their perception of value will all have changed. Maybe the same human, but it's definitely going to be a different buyer, a different client. Are you on top of how they are changing? Do you need help with that? Your product packaging and pricing will all need to change to suit that changing client base. Do you have an idea of what that's going to look like? Your sales and marketing will need to shift. If you respond well, you will grow market share. You will win more business. Maybe you will be bigger at the end of the recession than you were going into the recession. Almost all of my clients are going to be in that uh, situation. Uh, it may be that you're not going to be bigger, but you will have increased market share because the market has shrunk so significantly as the market grows, as people come out celebrating and spending again at the end of the coronavirus recession, you've got a larger percentage of market share, which sets you up for, for very rapid growth coming out of recession and into that next decade of economic boom, the roaring 20s that we are now heading into. And lastly, your team members. In terms of efficiency, skills, capability, are you using any spare capacity to upskill your team? Are you working with them to transform them to better meet the new sales, the new marketing, the new product packaging pricing, and the new clients that they will be dealing with. If you don't make those transformations, if you go into 2021 trying to repeat a 2019 business, you will be left behind by your competitors, such as they may be, or other businesses who have transformed, or by new entrants into the market. This is one of the reasons why so many great businesses start during a recession. It's because they respond to these needs from the very beginning. They don't have to unlearn anything and they take that market share. They leave the established businesses for dust because the established businesses have been too slow to transform. Once you've got those plans, again, a reminder of what we went into in detail in the uh, December economic snapshot number 21. What does that execution point look like? The lead indicators will be positive. They're not. For any of uh, those countries right now, Australia, the UK, the US, active cases are increasing. They're not declining. Uh, 
stock markets were up in December, up weekly. I would not call that rising strongly, and they've still had some up and down months. So uh, you really want the, to see those continuing to rise strongly, 5 10% plus growth month on month. Both of those together is a good lead indicator that the execution point is coming. Sector X, which we know from the, the Cornerstone video, how does a recession typically progress and how is the coronavirus recession different? Sector X is the duck, it's the truck, it's the rock on the road for your car doing 200 miles per hour. It's the thing that triggers the inevitable recession. In this case, it's the pandemic. Is it under control? Vaccines being rolled out, active cases demonstrate. Sector X, the pandemic, definitely not under control. And government stimulus is set to end, but has certainly not ended. Uh, we have had uh, an additional stimulus package passed in the US since the last video and talk that that might be uh, a larger one coming once the new Senate and the new president, the Democrats, control all three branches of uh, Congress and the presidency, two branches of Congress and the presidency, all three of those. We'll likely see more stimulus coming into the US, which has lagged the UK and Australia in terms of putting those out. So keep an eye on those for the execution point. Make sure you have the plans ready to execute. And as always, be part of the conversation. Facebook, subscribe, YouTube, Spotify, share this, share the conversation, get on the mailing list to make sure that you get the latest updates and do continue to reach out with your questions and your thoughts. I'm excited about 2021. And then I've been excited about 2020 and the opportunity that's shown up all of the time. When you have an anti-fragile business like I do, the master prefers whatever occurs. You're not at effect of the economy, of a pandemic, of a government. You are at cause for your business and your life. If that describes your business, fantastic. Please share your story. If that does not describe your business, 2021 now is upon us. The change of calendar may be the excuse you need to look at your business to make those necessary changes. If I can help, please let me know. Stay safe, stay well, stay in business, if that's the sensible thing to do. And I'll see you soon.